This is the Business English Podcast, Episode 20. Do you have grit? Learn how to develop it with Fortune 500 executive coach, Sarah Scala. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. And today we have a very exciting guest. Our guest today is a dynamic coach, consultant, and educator. She's worked in global leadership development and executive coaching for more than 15 years with educators and with organizations from startups to Fortune 500 companies. Our guest today is Sarah Scala based in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and she's here to talk with us about resilience and grit. Sarah, welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, Lindsay. Yeah, I'm so glad you you uh, came on the show today. We are super excited to learn from you because you've been working with professionals for a long time and a lot of people in our audience in the Allers English podcast audience are out there in the field working hard in the corporate world. Excellent. <laughs> so great. So let's just dive into it. Let us know, Sarah, what is resilience, first of all, and how does that compare with this concept of grit? Excellent questions, Lindsay. So when I look at resilience, resilience is one's ability to pick themselves up after a setback. Maybe it's something mm. going on at work. Maybe it's a project or a proposal that isn't accepted or approved. Maybe it's mm -hmm. something going on in your family life. And resilience is your ability to recover and bounce back from that. Resilience I... is a skill that can be developed. So it's not that we have resilience or we don't have resilience. We just mm -hmm. can have stronger resilience or less developed. I see. So we can work at it. We can become more resilient. Of course. Awesome. Well, that's good news. <laughs> and how about grit? Like, what is grit? How does that compare to resilience? So grit, I think in order for people to have a strong level of grit, they have a good level of resilience. But I definitely want to differentiate between the two. Grit mm -hmm. is in a person's ability to really stay focused and interested and inspired in the long, long term. So maybe mm. it's, you know, a life goal. Maybe it's learning something that's extremely difficult and takes a lot of time. Grit has been found to distinguish um, world-class performers. So that's the one characteristic. You know, a lot of people thought, hey, you have to be really smart or have a super high e IQ to be successful in business or in the world. But actually, researchers, especially out of Stanford, are finding that what distinguishes world-class performers is their level of grit. 
Oh, that's interesting, Sarah. So it's not about IQ. And that is such a common expectation or preconception that the smartest people in the world are the most successful. But I like what you're saying here, that it's actually not so much about intelligence. It's about our ability to stay focused over the long term. And one question. So you said that resilience can be developed. Well, is grit something that can also be learned and developed or is grit just something that we maybe we inherit from our parents or it's kind of more of an inborn thing? What do you think? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up, Lindsay, because they're very early in doing research about how to build grit. And I have Mm -hmm. a few suggestions I'll give at the end on ways people can improve their levels of grit, but they're still trying to understand how they can build this characteristic and world-class performers. Uh, Stanford has done a lot of research with the United States military and graduates of West Point to help define Mm. who would be the most successful in the long run with their military Mm. careers, but they're also doing research with kids in the classroom, young kids, to look at how they learn and which students over the long run are most successful as well. So I think grit can be learned. We're just now in early stages of figuring out how. Oh, this is such an interesting concept. And I think it's so important to our listeners. We're going to talk about this a little bit later in the interview, but it's so important to our listeners on a couple of levels on the business level, because we know, as I said, a lot of our listeners are in the corporate world, in the business world, striving to kind of climb that corporate ladder or just to be successful and fulfilled at work. And at the same time, our listeners are also language learners. And I think this is really key for language learning. I think I think especially in American culture, we look at the concept of grit and we think, wow, that is admirable. Definitely. Definitely. And it's just so interesting, you know, these days to know that it's not just the person's level of IQ. Don't get me wrong. A person's intelligence is very critical to their success, but overall Mm -hmm. long term success. Looking at grit is sort of like preparing to run a marathon versus sprinting. It's very long term focused. Mm, interesting. And a few weeks back, we had an interview with Laura Garnett regarding the zone of genius. And I'm just imagining a beautiful convergence of two concepts. If we bring together working inside your zone of genius and having grit in your work, you could really be shooting for the stars. I mean, you could really be achieving at super high levels. Definitely. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So can you tell us a story Sarah, about how you've seen this with your clients, because you work with Fortune 500 companies, you're out there in the corporations every day. I mean, how have you seen grit versus resilience in your clients? Yep. So I see resilience as a strong characteristics with some of my clients that are going through a lot of change and which company these days is not going through change. I mean, everybody Mm -hmm. is, but those folks who are working in companies that tend to be more resilient tend Mm -hmm. to be comfortable with that process of change, tend to be okay with setbacks of reorganization, layoffs, offshoring, inshoring, all these workforce um, changes that tend to take place. And so Mm -hmm. folks that have a a stronger or more developed level of resistance seem to bounce back from that a lot quicker, may not take it as personally, and be Mm -hmm. be actually better able to shift and change as their organization demands of them. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. 
tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Yeah. Is there a specific story that you have about someone? I don't know how many. Obviously, we don't need you to say names, but can you can you paint a picture of someone who went through an intense change and they came out in a positive way? Yeah, sure. Uh, a company that, that I was affiliated with in the past had significant layoffs. This was back in 2007, 2008. Okay. They're a manufacturer mm-hmm. in the... Uh, so what, one, one question, what's a layoff? Just to make layoff, sure our, yeah. our audience knows. Thank, yeah. thank you for asking that. A layoff <laughs> is when folks... Folks are um, let go of their jobs. So when there aren't yeah. enough you know, jobs for the people and their employment, sometimes short term or sometimes permanently, is ended. So, Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So, so this client was going through a layoff, a massive company, 40,000 people globally is their size, and they needed to reduce their workforce. So, so cutting back on people because the economy wasn't supporting having a workforce that big. And uh, I was in touch with a few folks on the business side who, although they knew, you know, layoffs were coming, they were lucky in that their positions weren't terminated or ended, but positions of their friends and colleagues were. And they were mm-hmm. just really able to bounce back from that. I don't know, Lindsay, if you or I'm sure your audience have worked for companies that have gone through layoffs oh, yeah. or reductions in workforce. And, you know, we, we sort mm-hmm. of have two choices when it, when it comes to that. We can choose to get really sad and upset and sort of mm-hmm. buckle down and, you know, put our heads down and get to work. Or we can try to keep our level of energy up and, uh, and, um, and yeah. our level of resilience, and that that shows because those are the people that typically companies are more likely to keep a lot of the time because their attitude is is one of positive acceptance of the change. And so mm-hmm. this this person with this particular company, you know, they made it through. They, their job was not terminated, and they really excelled during this this time of change in terms of taking on additional projects and really shining. Wow. So it's wow. just really really interesting to to observe. Awesome. So it's a chance to set yourself apart. You know, I always think that these sort of dark nights are opportunities for us to grow and to set ourselves apart and to really experience that exponential growth. And and I also think about this common factor with our audience of being moved abroad, being moved overseas. For example, you know, a good um, about a fifth of our listeners are in Japan. And we know that a lot of them get transferred abroad coming you know, to the U.S. or going to London to do business. And have you worked personally with any um, expat, anyone who's been moved abro- to the U.S. from abroad? And have you seen grit and resilience in them? I sure have. I've worked with um, with expats. Um, many, many times. And I think their, their ability to be nimble in the times of changes, mm, nimble, nimble and accepting, I think really go in line, especially with resilience. Again, grit, oh. we're looking at long-term perseverance. And although okay. I think folks will have a good level of grit, especially if they're comfortable with changes, it's really mm-hmm. that, you know, the focusing on, on those very specific outcomes and being excited about achieving those, realizing that there's going to be ups and downs. That's really where having a good level of grit comes into play, where resilience mm-hmm. is more, you know, situation by situation, overcoming grit is very long term focus. 
I see. So I see the difference now. So those are, they're two pretty different concepts, but they're all, they're both important to understand. So now let's get specific here, Sarah. Can you give us two or three ways that our audience members, our listeners of All Ears English could use these concepts to, could develop grit or resilience if they're being moved abroad? Let's say they're being moved, relocated with their family to the U.S. Or even if they're, you know, they're being laid off from their job, for example, in their home country or any particular challenge that they're going through. Can you give us a couple of actionable steps that they can take? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for asking. Um, with grit, the first thing that they suggest when trying to develop or improve your levels of grit is to be meaningfully interested. Again, mm -hmm. you can work really hard at something, but if you don't care about it very much, it's hard to have that grit, those grit benefits. So again, it's set around being interested and having it be meaningful to you. That magic of grit happens when both of those are present, interest and meaning. So that's really important for developing grit. Also, looking at a growth mindset. I, I'm not sure if any of your readers have, have read any of Carol Dweck's work out of Stanford, but uh, a growth mindset looks at the the opportunity that your mind and your brain isn't like one solid mass that stays the same forever, but that our brains and our minds and our learning is changing. And so for that reason, it's hard to fail because we're always changing and adapting and evolving. So again, mm -hmm. cultivating that growth mindset and practice a lot, invest in deliberate practice of whatever mm -hmm. it is that you're trying to become exceptional at. I know they used to say that People would become experts at something if they practice 10,000 hours. <laughs> right. That's a 10, famous quote. hours, right? But <laughs> can you invest in some deliberate practices? So those are mm. some tips for grit. And I believe we're going to have a link to some good articles that also yes. cover some of these pieces. So if I'm speaking too quickly and you're finding it difficult to take notes on this, know that a lot of these key points are going to be included in links that will be Absolutely. available. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. So you guys can come back to allearsenglish.com slash 224 and you'll be able to find links to all of these articles and all of these kind of suggestions, these awesome suggestions that Sarah has given us today. That's fantastic. So I just want to go ahead and recap what you've told us about how to develop grit in our work. So first of all, we have to be meaningfully interested. I think that's so key, right? We have to know that we're making an impact in the world and that that impact matters to us right? And I think that also applies to language learners, right? We need to be interested in the language we're learning and the way we're learning it. Yeah. And number two, going with the growth mindset, developing a growth mindset. And I want you guys to come back to allersenglish.com slash 224 to learn more about that. I also want to learn more about this concept of growth mindset. And number three, to practice your craft, hone your craft. We had Jay Bethke on the show a few weeks ago, and he talked about how important it is. You know, he's a writer, but he hones his craft every single day. You just need to get out and get the work done, work on it and focus on it. Awesome. Sarah, this has been so cool and super helpful. I'm really excited to hear the, the comments uh, from our listeners about this episode. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. 
Yeah. Do you have any personal website or any blog that you want to send our listeners to? Is there any place that they could get more resources or should they just come back to our website? What's the best way? Well, we can, I think we can put a link to my website on your, yes. on your, uh, on your uh, blog, which is sarahscala.com, S-A-R-A-H-S-C-A-L-A, where you can learn more about my work and my approach. Grit and resilience are both guiding principles of my company. So awesome. that's how we got started talking about this stuff. I love it. I love it that these are concepts that you really work in every day. I mean, these concepts, these are not just concepts that you just read about. You care about them and they're part of your company. And that's why you're successful as an executive coach, I think. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Thanks for chatting with us today, Sarah. And I hope you have a great day. You too. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.